We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tuesday on the show, Crisps, Ranji, Amy Marks, of course, Kevin Wheeler with you here. You can find us in a lot of places, facebook.com slash KMOX1120. We're streaming live on there now, so you can uh, see what it looks like when we're making noise uh, on the radio. And you can also see what it looks like when we're not doing it, making any noise, but during the breaks when we continue to have conversations. Which is more animated. Which is more animated sometimes. Uh, and the language can be more colorful at times as well. Uh, not from you, though. Thanks. Amy's, Amy keeps it, keeps it PG. Ranji and I are the bad ones. Amy doesn't because if you what? recall the other day, um, <laughs> Amy, Amy, yeah, said the word crap on the air. Oh boy! And then remember, yeah. she asked us during a break. Oh my God! I said crap. Did I say a bad word? Yeah. And we tweeted out, I believe from the show account. Yeah. At the show KMOX, if you want to follow us on Twitter, um, should Amy be reprimanded for saying crap? And like two thirds of people said yes. yes. Yeah, they were yeah. just being trolls, though. No, I think they were right. Ninety-eight point seven on the FM dial. Obviously, is a way you can get to us. You can text us anytime you want. Three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. And I know we want to get to the scooters downtown in a second. Oh yeah. Um. So we will do that. I just wanted to point out there's some pretty significant news in in the golf world today. Okay. Uh, one of the best players on the planet is quitting the PGA Tour. Dustin Johnson. So. You know, 37 years old, one of the one of the top golfers in the world is leaving to go to the new tour that's ba- that's backed by the Saudi royal family. And I, I, don't, I, I haven't paid enough attention to know whether it's the LIV tour, the 54 tour, the live, the live tour. tour. I don't know what they're calling it. <laughs> it does stand for 54. Right. It's Roman numerals. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but. Apparently, he got one hundred twenty-five million dollars to quit the because the PGA Tour has said. None of our tour players are allowed to participate mm-hmm. in any of those events. And if you are, we're going to kick you out. Which is fair. Yeah. And then uh, this means he's ineligible for things like the Ryder Cup and all of that. Uh, so he he's made in his career before this $50 million. He's getting $125 million to do this. Yeah. And I believe that's on top of whatever. He, I'm sorry. In addition to whatever he might yeah. win at the events. Because Greg Norman, who is the CEO, mm-hmm. right, of this. Yeah. He's the fa- he's the face of this tour. I mean, he threw it out there, and then there were rumors that this tour offered Tiger Woods close to one billion dollars. They said nine figures, but yeah. then they went on to say it was actually closer to a billion dollars. I mean, to do to join this super. Okay, I say a super sketch tour. I mean, the tour has money. It's not that it's necessarily that, but Saudi Arabia is not a good faith actor. Mm. Okay, I, I agree with that 100%. But our government still does business with them. 
To, yeah, to a point. And a lot of corporations do business but with them. But I will right? say this. This happened yesterday. So why Biden, are we going to pick on individuals for doing what other large entities are doing? But I will say this yesterday. Biden, The Biden administration, because we're talking about oil and how we can bring in more oil, Adam Schiff came out and said President Biden should not meet with Saudi Arabia regarding oil. I mean, we know what happened with Jamal Khashoggi, although you have to admit that the leaders in Saudi Arabia said they had nothing to do with it. They didn't chop them into pieces, but somebody did. But, you know, I mean, at Adam, their embassy. Uh, yes. Adam <laughs> Schiff said, no, Biden should not meet with the leaders of Saudi Arabia regarding the oil issue. So I here's the thing. I, I think we have every right to judge the decisions of other individuals when you're talking about a country that has committed human, human rights abuses. Is that something that you want to be associated with? Is it is it his right to go and join that league? Absolutely. Do I have to approve of it? No. What is it like? What is the amount of money? If there is an amount, maybe there isn't. Where if you have principles, mm-hmm. some people have no principles. But if you have those things and you believe in something and you believe something is wrong, is there an amount of money that you just cannot turn down? Now, if you're Tiger Woods, you're like already a billionaire close to it, I think. Um, What's he he probably is with endorsements and all of that. Right. And, you know, he owns uh, like the Nike clothing line or whatever. Is, Is it separate from Nike now, his clothing I have no idea. I don't know. I don't either. It doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> but I mean, he's he's made so much money in his career that even an extra nine figures is not going to dramatically change his life. Like he's already got more than he could ever spend. He's almost, if you're Dustin, he's almost two billion, by the way. Oh God! If you're and uh, LeBron just made one billion. Yeah. Congratulations to him. Um, but if you are Dustin Johnson, who's only made fifty mil, which is nothing, <laughs> and you can double it plus. With with just this one agreement here, I mean, what would you do if you're him? Like, is is there an amount Depends of on money? What matters to you? I mean, does it mm-hmm. matter to you to be winning the Masters, to be playing in the premier events? Right. Like, this is part of the discussion, right? I mean, yep. And and I do think that there's two separate things here. There's this, the 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 athlete side of this, which is what I'm talking about. The first part here, which is what matters. Do you want to compete in a, at Augusta? Do you want to be in the Players' Championship? Do you want to play in the PGA Championship? Do you want to be in the Ryder Cup? Do you want to represent your country, which is what the Ryder Cup's all about? Or is it just your business, and this is your best business decision? Of course, what he said, it's he made this decision for family. Not for money, but for family. It's best for my family. Well, the money's best for his well, I know, family. I know, I like know. It's fine. It's, but it's okay to say it's the money. Yeah. Why, do we, why can't we just say, hey, look... $125 million is more than twice what I've made, and I'm going to make more on top of that. Yeah, I took the money. Right. I, I would rather that person be honest. And the thing is, you know, you look at different situations where you always joke, everybody has a price. But there are some situations where on principle, whether it's faith or just your morality, whatever it may be, that there is no price. Uh Remember, this would be sports. It was a long time ago. Chariots of Fire, but like Eric Little, like his whole thing was that he wouldn't run on Sunday. Like Sunday was a day of rest because of his faith. So he did not run in the heat that he was favored in, right? The 100 meters, that was his sport. So that was an example of him doing something on principle, even though it could have hurt his career. And then I think- But what if he would have gotten $125 million to do it? Yeah. You got to run on Sundays now. I mean, you can't answer for him, but no. I wonder if the calculus changes a little bit if we're talking about that kind of money. And I think, but I think it also it depends on what it is. I mean, when you're talking about 
human rights abuses, maybe it seems far away and they're thinking, well, I can't do anything to change this. But I mean, I think I would. Yeah, I mean, just you can't say that most of us would hurt somebody for money. I would hope that there's no amount of money that would make you hurt somebody. No, but I I have a hard time holding individuals to a standard that we're not holding our own leaders to and to corporations to. And there are a lot of corporations that are doing business with the Saudis. There are, I mean, we got pictures of all of our presidents hanging out with them. See, I disagree, though. So why should Dustin Johnson be held to a standard that we don't hold the leaders of the nation to? Well, I guess what I'm saying is if you are that individual, I am going to hold myself to a higher standard than different corporations and government entities and politics. Which is fine, but why because you you, you can do that. Right. We can hold ourselves to any standard we want. Right. But why is he why is he getting criticized when everybody else just doing their thing? One, I think when it comes to a moral issue, you have a right to criticize and make judgments. And two, because he's an individual and he's making a decision that Maybe that he has the right not to make. He also, by the way, wasn't alone in this. Sergio Garcia, Charles Schwartzel, uh, Louis Wusthazen, Brandon Grace, and potentially Phil Mickelson. Those other ones are definitely going. Phil Mickelson has not yet, but we'll see. That news will be coming here, I would assume, sometime in the next few days. And it's 200 mil for Mickelson, right? Yeah, that's the play. You're in on the show here on KMOX. Amy Marks, course, Chris Ranji, Kevin Wheeler with you here at the show KMOX on Twitter on Facebook.com slash KMOX1120. You can text us 314-436-7900 if something catches your attention. We get back to it uh, as we go along or we get to it in real time. Just depends on how quickly you get the text in. And you can also listen to us in addition to 1120 on the AM dial 98.7 on the FM dial. Which uh, is beautifully crystal oh, clear. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's, glorious it's FM Glorious sound. Digital. I love it. Or if, you know, you can listen on the app, too, if you want. That's true. On the Odyssey app works the same way. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. Wherever you are. A lot of ways you can access the show. So please do. And And, thank you. And I will say this. I use the Odyssey app all day long. Not to, like, continue to wax poetic about this. But I was walking on a beautiful night, and I had the Odyssey app, and I was listening to the Cardinals game. That is just one of the best feelings. It's a beautiful summer evening, going on a walk. John Rooney calling Cardinals baseball. Mm-hmm. It was perfection. To listen to sports in like digital FM quality, yeah, is it's really great. And obviously, I didn't grow up with it. It, it. There's a completely different sound. So, and that's the thing. Um, I know that MLB TV or MLB.com, you can have the the streams for whatever. Um, and usually, or it used to be that like the Odyssey app, when you were listening, your game was blacked out in your area, but it's not anymore. Right. So, if you're in the St. Louis area. You can listen to Cardinals games with that app. Mm-hmm. Nice and easy to do. But you know what you can't do if you're in the St. Louis area? What, what's that? Let's use scooters downtown. So what What problem are we solving by banning um, scooters? Crime. Really? Yeah. That's the so idea? So it's over now. I think it's over. So our solution to... Do we solve pro- poverty too? To, to crimes and stuff is no more scooters? I uh, listen. I know... Let me ask, I, uh, Rant. Okay. From you? Just for a second. It's going to no. be a short one. Okay. So our solution to problems downtown with crime yeah. is take away the scooters. But we don't take away the things that are actually doing the crimes. And I'm not saying we should, by the way. I'm using this to point out how ridiculous it is to take away the scooters. Yeah. I mean, we don't. We're, we're in a place where there's no way we're going to be like, take away the guns, take away the guns, which, again, I don't want to do. 
But it's so silly that our reaction yeah. is, well, take away the scooters and then they won't be able to so do there, the crimes. There are a group of groups of kids, groups of teenagers downtown who are creating major disturbances. At best, it's, you know, fist fights and skirmishes and they're being loud. At worst, it's gunshots where yeah. this weekend on Saturday, we saw a 13 and 14 year old shot. By a 13 and 14 year old, or at least those were the suspects right. for that shooting. My brother was actually down at Wave Taco playing volleyball with a bunch of friends, and throughout the night they would hear gunshots. And I know his girlfriend said, Uh, do we need to leave? Is this dangerous? And they said, Oh, no, they're still far away enough. It's fine. But listen to these locations of where these disturbances happened over the weekend. Multiple locations, including City Garden, Union Station, and the ballpark Hilton. Those are reasons why people come downtown to visit those locations. And if you're having the cops come in because groups of kids are creating disturbances, that's a major issue. To fix this problem, my first thought would not have been to ban all bird and lime scooters. I can get on board with this if it's stuff like, and this was said, um, uh, they, they interviewed somebody, I can't remember who the who the person was now, but there are people who are on these things weaving in and out of traffic on the sidewalks, which you're not supposed to be because you can hit somebody who's walking and you can hurt them just like bikes. If, if you're on a bike, bicycle, you are not supposed to be on a sidewalk. You're supposed to be on the street. And in that regard, I totally get it. I think that does make sense. But I highly doubt this curbs in a meaningful way. Now, now we could do this. And I'm sure there are other things that we could do all at once that could curb the crime. But this one thing alone is not going to do it. And I, I don't want to poo-poo this effort. I don't, li- I don't live downtown. And some residents have said that they think the scooters really do attract groups of kids because the kids come down and like you said they kind of create chaos. It's kind of like in the like in Back to the Future, the skateboard the skateboard gangs like the kids you know creating trouble. So maybe it does add a little bit to the chaos. And again, I am one who is not against incremental progress where just because one step won't solve all the issues doesn't mean you should take that one step. What's a bummer is scooters in cities that aren't destroyed by crime or don't have people and businesses leaving because of crime have the scooters and they're great for tourists in every other city. Like we've used scooters, whether it's like Washington DC or in California, but here is it only ne'er do wells using the scooters? Uh, no. And I I'd be more inclined to have them limited to a time, like say after nine o'clock, you can't be on a scooter downtown what or about, what about like, so my friends will leave bars downtown on scooters. Well, I should, probably shouldn't do that. I don't know. Are you allowed to scoot and drink? No, because you can't drink. And you scoot? can't ride a bike either. You I mean, it's a motorized. A it, it's a motor vehicle. I don't technically, know. actually, that's a good. It's question. Got a motor. So I know in Soulard, people go from like bar. And you to bar cannot on be a on a bike drunk. You cannot be a bike on a bicycle and intoxicated. Okay. At any rate, what about if a game ends, a Blues game or Cardinals game, and you want to take a scooter back to your car? Right. I, I, well, I guess there could be exceptions. Maybe you only do it on game night where it's allowed. I, I would be more inclined to do that, like have certain limitations, not just one blanket limitation where nobody can use these things ever in one particular area of the city. Maybe you just have a curfew instituted. I don't know the science behind curfews and if they actually work. Yeah. But if it's we're if we're talking about 
really children, people under the age of 16 that are getting involved in some of these things, then I would hope a curfew would work. But I know there are a lot of people and maybe the police department doesn't necessarily want that because they they don't have the resources to enforce it. I I would have to look at the data. I know the Galleria has a curfew, instituted a curfew, because they had some major issues there with kids gathering, causing trouble. And so... I think it might be after three o'clock on Fridays. I mean, it's pretty darn early. You have to be 21 or over to not be with an adult at the Galleria. I don't know what the time. I, I Yeah, I'm just saying they have curfews right. there, which is a much more contained space than all of downtown St. Louis. So what you have to do, though, is somehow direct your police forces, your strapped and limited police forces to not allow these groups of kids to gather in places where people are trying to take their family, they're trying to enjoy the city, and then gun violence breaks out. Why would you want to drive in and say, hey, let's go to the let's go to Union Station on Friday night and hang out. Let's go to the wheel. And then there's a major disturbance that that would scare a lot of families. And, away. and what we have seen with this city is that if there's one major disturbance in a particular area, that pretty much scares off everybody from ever going back there but again. It's not just one. And that's the problem. Right. I don't see any of these. Like, I just don't see an answer. We talk about this stuff nonstop. So where, I mean, there is, because there is no one thing. As you, you guys hit it, nailed it pretty well. There's no one policy that's going to do it. And there's nothing wrong with picking one thing that can make something better or at least maybe make something better. Because right? mm-hmm. I the idea is try. Even if it's incremental. I just feel like. I get it. I, I, my, and I'm not against the scooter thing. I've never used one. I don't care. It doesn't affect me at all. It just seems like it's such a small thing. Well, when it, we're talking about gun crime, we are, and, and and you know, fights breaking out, and then so many of these kids. I mean, my goodness, a thirteen and fourteen year old with guns. Think of how you were when you were thirteen and fourteen years old, and what a kid you were. I mean, I was a total kid playing with my friends at thirteen and fourteen, not carrying guns. But yeah, you you know, I think why we our initial reaction is to kind of laugh at this is because there are so many issues, not to mention just, you know, the homicides, but the sense of general lawlessness. Even today, I, because I was very aware, I had a green light and it was green for three or four seconds when I went through the green light and another guy just blew through the red light in, uh, like, would have T-boned my car, but I was watching and I knew, don't trust a red light downtown. Yeah, well, that's, again, you add it all up, right? You got people that just blow through the lights like it's nothing. You have the mini bike thing that's been going on. People with their cars, and the first move is scooters. Right. And again, not picking on it, saying there's we can you know, like we need more steps like soon, like not 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 six months from now. And we need a lot of things to be done. That's correct. A lot of things going on. It's the show. Chris Ron, Jamie, Mark scores. Kevin Wheeler on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Are right, you listening to the show on KMOX? Amy Marks, of course, Chris Ranji, Kevin Wheeler with you here. And Ron, you, you brought up a story. Shockingly, you brought up the story about people wanting to work less. Oh, I don't want to work less. Really? Mm. Yeah, I would just like an extra day off. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, actually, okay, that's true. You don't, one, one does not have to preclude the other. That's right. You, been, you can work just as situation. much. Yeah, Yeah. so I, I used to work at a running store, work okay. retail, and instead of working five days a week, uh, our manager said to the owner, hey, we could work four days a week. Not only will you save money because you don't have as many overlapping employees clocking in and clocking out, uh, but we can show up to work four days a week. And they switched to that. So we had 10 hour days, four days a week. I mean, that sounds pretty good, actually. Let me think about. They were long days, but I mean, nurses do it all the time. I was going to say, I'd trade that in a heartbeat for a day off, like a, 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 a day of whatever I want. Nurses have to do 12-hour yeah. shifts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's way yeah. more work way more. Than, than you would have to do in this instance. But in the United Kingdom, that's what they're doing right now. They're at least testing out the idea. Nationwide? Yeah. Well, there are thousands of workers in the U.K. that are going to a four-day work week. It's sort of a trial that's happening right now. And they're trying to find out if people can be just as productive in a four-day work week, maybe you work a couple of extra hours in a given day Mm. or one extra hour or whatever it is, but you get those three days off total every week and you have Friday off and or maybe you have Monday off or whatever. Doesn't matter to me, but you get a three-day weekend. Will people be just as productive if they know looking ahead their week is actually shorter, so they, you know, you don't have to commute to work an extra day of the week, however long it takes mm, you to get in. Maybe it's that's the key word. Maybe it's ninety minutes you spend in the car every day. Well, you're saving ninety minutes, or it could be even longer. Maybe you're saving a couple of hours. I think a this works if you're going into work. That's the big push versus working from home a ten-hour day. I think going into the office and doing this. And then B, not only has this concept been around, but what's funny is the Wall Street Journal notes that the last major trial took place in Iceland between 2015 and 2019, looking at some public and private sector employees. And they switched. They actually lowered the hours to a 35 or 36 hour work week. And I would say if you're doing the experiment in Iceland, it probably doesn't count. It's Iceland. (laughs) Why? What's wrong with Iceland? the worst control group. Why? There, we've Iceland seems nice They're and nice, fun. But like if everyone's like Bjork, it's just not a great uh, control. Yeah, because we're I, all cowboys in America. I'm just saying. Where's my horse? I'm just saying. It's like there's a famous political cliche that all bad ideas work for a little while in Sweden. And it's just true. That seems like a really dumb thing to say. <laughs> it's not. It's true. A, any, it, really? Somebody proved that's true. No. Any, like I could verify that somewhere. Any poli sci or anybody who's in politics would get why that's funny. I mean, I get why it's funny, well, but it's no laughing. more. It's no. Well, it's just no mm, more yeah. true than generalizing all no, Americans. It is. The cultural cohesion of Sweden is unlike America. It's just very different than the United States. It's very different from Canada at any rate. So. 70 companies or approximately 70 companies are partaking in this. It's going to be a six-month uh, thing, a trial where they try this whole thing out. 
they're actually not going to be working as much as you typically work. They're going to be working 80% of the hours, Mm -hmm. and none of them are going to lose pay. So you're getting 100% of the pay for 80% of the work that you're doing, but you get that extra day off. And I guess the hope is that people, because they know they have the extra day off at the end, maybe they're more productive and they work harder in the four days they are there because the week doesn't feel as long. And so there's some incentive to do that. I I don't know if that's going to be the end result, but I can totally see that working. Like I can see people feeling like, hey, if I don't have to spend that extra time in my commute and I get ready for work and I get that extra day, there's such a great feeling going into work when you have a four-day work week, right? Like think of how many times like Memorial Day is coming up, coming up or, you know, if you have Labor Day off, if you're one of those people fortunate enough to get that, you're like, man, this is great. You know, I, I have four days. I have a four-day work week. I got three days off. I want to be super productive this week. Maybe that's an ideal way to look at it, but I, I can see that working. It's it's definitely a maybe and possibly and all that. But I, the one thing that that I've always thought about with this is all of this is randomly picked set of numbers anyway. Why 40 hours? Why did we decide that? And I know that some of this was negotiated. This was a union's That's negotiating. How. It's no, negotiation. No, no. I understand, yeah. but like we have to understand that there's nothing meaningful about an eight-hour day. There's nothing meaningful about 40 hours. What employers need to do is say, this is the work that I need you to get done in this time frame. And as long as you get that work done, you are now doing what the company well, needs you to do. But we're in such a habit, and we have been for so long, that it's hours and not production but we need that to, matters. We need to clarify, though, when we say we and when we're talking about an eight hour workday, we are in general talking about corporate America. This is not these are not nurses. No, hours. no, no. They're right, not right, doctors right, hours. Right. They're not waiters or waitresses. If you own your own company, you can never clock of out. Course. If you run a restaurant, I think you're working 90 to 100 hours a week. So it's a very specific set. But it's a lot of people. It is a lot. There of are people. a lot of people that just do the nine to five. So I've what, done the nine to five for a lot. You know, if I did I've that for a lot done of years, a nine to five. Yeah, and it's it's fine again if you like the place that you're working. But there are a lot of times. I did most of this right out of college, so it wasn't like a career job. It was just like an office job to make money before I got into radio because I was trying to get into radio, and I can't count the number of hours I sat there. With nothing to yes. do but looking busy. Yes, because busy I would work. get I would get stuff assigned to me and I would finish it, and I'd be like, "Well, what else?" And they're mm-hmm. like, "Well, we don't have anything else." That's when have you heard Chris Rock? I think it's Chris Rock talk about the difference between a job and a career. Yeah. And he was like, when he was working at Long John Silver, he's like, "That was a job." He's like, "You've got nothing but time. You scrape the shrimp. You scrape the shrimp. You've got nothing but time." But with a career, you're always running out of time. Right. I mean, that was it's kind of a funny definition. But even you know, being you know self-employed or writing or teaching or tutoring, I never clocked out. I mean, it was constant work. I did so much work between midnight and 3 a.m. because I was trying to well, get Well, look at us done. as an example. I mean, like you're doing a radio show. We, you, don't have to be, you don't have to be somewhere for a specific amount of time except for the no. four hours on the show. But we don't have to be here for eight hours total to count as a workday. But Amy's right. We are constantly doing that stuff. Because you at have night? To, because on the weekends? To, yeah, yes. because you have uh, to. Yeah. And so all of those, the jobs that are the exceptions are already in existence, but we've done that. We've created this kind of artificial space where for certain types of jobs, the only way that it can count is if it's eight hours a day, right? 40 hours a week. Yeah. 
and and five days, you know, and it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't. It actually doesn't really make sense to just arbitrarily assign those numbers because then it justifies your presence on the payroll. It should so, be about the production. Juliet Shore, who's one of the researchers involved in this project, mm-hmm. she's an economist and a sociologist at Boston College. She said the problem with a five-day week is exactly what you're talking about, that you just simply expand your work to fit the time. So you're you're required to be at work for 40 hours that maybe you just kind of take it slow during the week so that you expand the work that you have. Like you, maybe you actually have 25 hours of real work, yeah. but you got to be there for 40. But- and yeah. that and that there will be just as much productivity if you're only working 80% of the time you're supposed to be there. If, and I can absolutely see that happening. Yeah. It's about defining what needs to get done and then getting that done. And by the way, if it takes more than 40, maybe that's a thing too if you sign up for it. So that's the way it rolls. Hey, hang tight. We got a lot more coming your way. It is the show. Amy, Chris, Kevin here on KMOX. All right, so this is where we take a look and see what's uh, what's making news around the world at the moment. Things that are trending. Uh, typically, we can find them on Twitter. They don't have to be, though. You can find them on other news sites if you'd like to. Anything uh, trending in your world, Amy? Oh, yes. What's that? It's Prince's birthday. Yes, it it's is. It's Prince's birthday. Yeah. Still the best Super Bowl halftime show of all time. Prince singing Purple Rain in the rain when it hadn't rained at a Super Bowl halftime show for 50 years ever. I mean, it's an iconic moment. Prince is amazing. I went down a uh, YouTube like rabbit hole for hours watching Prince videos, Michael Jackson performances, and Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, huh? Mm-hmm. So uh, of all the ones that you saw, mm-hmm. who was your favorite performer? Okay, that's a good question. I think of all the performers, the one that like stood out, just as like no one no one can be this again was Michael Jackson. I still feel like that when I, when he sings, when he dances, the way he moves, his sparkly bedazzled glove, his socks, everything. You can't top Michael Jackson. It's just it's amazing. But Whitney Houston to me like Except that, for all the stuff. Well, okay, come yeah. on, brunch. Well, Whitney Houston the, the Super Bowl, again, her national anthem. Yeah, it was good. The they Gulf used to War play that. I, I, I don't know which stations. I don't remember now. But during that time, I remember that being played on stations over and over again, yeah. just like well, it was a song, the like War in the rotation. Just, yeah, had just started also. Did yeah. you know it was recorded? She recorded it the day before because she knew it was too big. She couldn't mess it up. All And there were other oh, reasons. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. What's so trending she with you? What's trending with me? Yeah. Not Super Bowl halftime shows. I always hate them. Shocking. I know you guys probably yeah, it's, it's never Although last year was, No, last year was great, though. I enjoyed, I enjoyed this past Oh, week. yeah, that was really good. Yeah. I loved the uh, the stage design. Yeah. You know, you had Snoop and Eminem. And I don't know. I still don't know. All why, the, all the, all the stuff know. that Gen Xers like. I still don't know why 50 Cent was hanging upside down like a bat. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Was it, that was an old video, wasn't it? I think it was, was an old video. Oh, was it in a video? I oh, okay, think so. okay, okay. I have not watched videos, like music videos, probably since I was... 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you something else that's trending? What's that? Disney adults. Is it? Yeah. Oh my God. She's right. I know. We were talking about that earlier and I'm assuming that the trend on Twitter that you're talking about is in regard to the couple <laughs> at not. Disneyland. It's not? Not entirely. No, there's all kinds of different stories okay, about it. Okay. Yeah. Explain one. 
I don't know. So we're talking about the we, earlier the couple that tried to get yep. uh, engaged and get their photo op yeah. at the Disney Paris, and then the Disneyland worker ran over and snatched the ring yeah. from his hand before they could uh, before they could do it and get the photo. Um, so a honeymoon we, at Disney World doesn't weird you guys out? I, I don't. Uh, no, it doesn't weird me. I mean, it's not like it wouldn't be my ideal honeymoon. No, I would, yeah, I would me neither. Do that, but. And let's take Star Wars out of this, because Disney adults yeah, Star have Wars, existed long before the Star sure. Wars world and showed up. And that kind of nerddom is clearly better than the other kind of well, nerddom. Well, and it's different, because I'm talking about, you know, the Mr. and Mrs. Bride and Groom, the, the Mickey Mouse ears that you're wearing, the little shirts that are matching. There are a lot of those people out there. You know what, Amy? Just have some fun. Okay. For once in your life. <laughs> you know what's trending, guys? Mm. Uh, orangutans. Why is that? Oh, man. Um, uh, do not. Go ahead. Just, uh, go ahead. Were you going to? I thought you were going to make a joke about me about being a redhead. No. Kevin, I would never do such Kevin, a thing. He's not you. <laughs> so. <laughs> just because you would do he that. He actually is. Yeah. This didn't happen here in St. Louis. But just so you know, mm-hmm. don't get too close to the primate cages. And I don't think that you can get all that close anyway here at the St. Louis Zoo. No. One of the finest zoos in the country by the way. Um, don't get too close to the primates. because they Or will, any of the animals. Or any of the animals, because some of them... Except for the penguins, then they let you walk around. Oh, that's fine. Continue. We're talking about... Some the, of let's, 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 let's refine this to the bitey ones. Yes. <laughs> uh, because some of them are very, very strong. Yeah. And they will grab you if you get too close to the cage like this guy did. And I don't know where it is. I'm trying to find the... It, it doesn't say where this happened. It's clearly in a country where the only thing separating you and the animal the is bars. the cage that they're in. Yeah, yes. it's, not, it's not like OSHA yeah, This or is not somebody that jumped regulated. a fence or no, whatever. No, no. No. So and this guy gets too close to the cage. The monkey... He's not a monkey. It's an orangutan. But the orangutan grabs him, <laughs> pulls him by the shirt, and then grabs his leg and starts biting him. And it's funny because it's like the monkey... The monkey... The orangutan's got the look on his face like, I wish you would! Yeah, he's like, it. all Come mad. He was bro. mad. No, Come he was mad. Because the dude before... The, the beginning, he's messing with the orangutan. Yeah. He's up there with his hands. Yep. He's like doing some stuff. And the orangutan's like, oh, you really? You want to play? All right, let's play. And, and guess what? Playing. Guess what? who I'm rooting for? The orangutan. Me the too. Monkey. Yep. I'm rooting for the monkey. Yeah. Every time. Rooting for the primate. I was rooting for the lion a couple of weeks ago. Did you see that? A lion took a guy's finger off. Oh. This guy was same, oh, and same I think we scenario. talked about it. Yeah. Same scenario. Guy is up like right on the cage and he's poking the lion's face. Like, what do you think's going to okay. happen? You talked about the fingers coming off. I have a question for you guys. Last night on, on streaming, you know, when you, when you stream a channel live, some of the commercials, I mean, they're different than television, right? And sometimes it's just a break and it said, we're in a commercial break, whatever you're on. And there was a commercial, now I can't remember what it's for, but like, it wasn't Geico or anything like that, but it was a it was a general company. And this guy, they're fishing, and he sticks his hand in the water, and you hear this ruckus. You're like, oh man, and he pulls his hand out, and he has got, all of his fingers are severed. What? And they show the stumps of his finger, and the, the guy, his friend looks at him and goes, oh man, and he's like, it's cool. And it was so graphic, I thought, there's no way they could play this. But this was a, a regular commercial. Oh. Were they making they, fun of that? Well, it Is was it a, an insurance commercial? I, know, I can't remember. Now I'm having a mind blank, and I can't remember what it was for. But it, can they be more violent or graphic on streaming commercials than regular TV? I've, I've never seen a commercial I don't know. where the fingers were gone. But you're talking, and I'm watching this video again, and it's so funny. <laughs> 
I I root for the animals 100% of the time. If you're messing with wild animals or animals in captivity, you deserve whatever comes your way. I feel bad. This lady in Yellowstone Park. Uh, oh, not that with, long ago was was they was, told her not to go near these she, animals. She, it's terrible that she died. How oh. do you not know that approaching a bison is a bad idea? It's a wild animal. Would you approach a bull in a pen? No, not unless you're a crazy person, right? I mean, that's what a, a bison is. That it's a big, muscly, angry animal. <gasps> kind of like Kevin. Yes, that's, that's you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.